When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not very sleek, but he's bright and he's sassy. When you're with him, you better leave your cares behind. It's Herbie. He makes you feel that there's a rainbow waiting just around the bend. And if the chips are down, you know he'll help you to the end. And Herbie's my best friend. My best my best friend Herbie has joined us. James, how are you, mate? Good morning, Tony. Yes, I'm well, thanks. That's uh, quite the intro. It was quite the intro. Uh, Dan, that bring back some memories of the love bug for you when you were a young man? Well, I, all I, well, I didn't watch it religiously, but I do do remember it, and it's hard to not forget it. And, and I do remember the, the number. That this, Do you remember the number of the love bug? 53. Fifty-three, indeed, it was. Well, you've probably been getting the videos to get the audio up I there. Did. I was hoping I that did, uh, yes. that James would know it was oh. number fifty-three. I hope he would know because that's probably. Uh, yeah, I won't go down that track. Well, how many millions in his bank? I wouldn't say anything like that on air. Herbie, uh, how are you, mate? You got a big weekend ahead, of course. You got Melton tonight, Ballarat tomorrow night, Geelong the next day, and on and on it goes. And you had a big trip to Cranbourne last night. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the traffic wasn't too nice for me last night. I ended up missing my first drive, but um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a good, great weekend. You know, it was a lot of good racing to, uh, tonight at Melton, and uh, of course Ballarat Saturday. So um, yeah, big weekend. You, you're a Ballarat boy in, in in essence, I assume, and the Ballarat Cup must be right up at the pinnacle of races that you really have marked down in your mind as one to win. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is one race I definitely want to uh, want to win, and um, you know, grow up in Ballarat, really, just around the corner from the track. Um, before we moved, uh, you know, and I remember going to this uh, Sunday morning trials at Ballarat when I was growing up. I was only small, and you know, they used to have big fields there and, and a lot of horses. And um, you know, they're probably my earliest memories of um, going to the trials on a Sunday morning. Now it's uh, a little bit different now. Maryborough, but we're still there every Sunday. So um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's one club I've sort of grown up at. So beyond the light, what are the tactics, mate? How long will you try and hold the front for? Do you want to hand up to something? Do you want to hold the front the whole way? Well, I'd love to be able to hold the front the whole way. That'd be great. Yeah, um, well, true. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, it's uh, interesting races. Quite a bit of speed off the front row, and um, he's fairly quick out himself. Um, the seventeen hundred meter start at Ballarat's quite uh, quite fair in terms of you know the outside runners don't really get that much of a fly of it. Um, so uh, you know things are in our favour in that term, uh, but uh, you know it'll be up to Gemma and Clayton as if with uh, you know my tactics um, going forward with the horse uh, whether. 
you know, we hold them all out uh, for quite a while or uh, we find a helmet. But, um, yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting race. Dan? Um, James, last started at Bendigo, um, it was a night that more than I've seen previously, uh, you had to be on pace or, or definitely on the pegs. It was very difficult to make ground. And just wonder, with Beyond Delight's performance there, um, is it forgivable or was there something more to it? Because he, he didn't do much at all in my eyes. So were you disappointing with his performance and the way he chased? Um, yeah, I was a little bit. Um, you know, he felt really good around the turn when I was following Greg into it. And, um, you know, I thought we were going to be able to hit the line quite well. But we just sort of plateaued, um, you know, as we straightened up and, and didn't really run through the line that great. But, um, you know, Clayton missed uh, Ship Cup last week. And if he was uh, if he was right, uh, I'm sure he would have been there. So I'm sure he had a little bit of a problem. And, um, and uh, it'll be straightened out this week, I'm sure. So I'd say you'll be seeing a much better horse this week. Mm, Hurricane Harley they had a bit of a problem with as well, so it hasn't been a good run for a couple of their key horses. I I just find the race perplexing. Catch away, Andy Gath, the late decision to put the horse into the race, and I can understand why, but it makes it difficult from my perspective. When you looked at the field, are there certain horses that you think are oh, you going to be very hard to beat? Well, from a tactical point of view, Canina probably with the way it got off the gate. It, um, and Shep was quite good. Um, and it was quite honest through the Inter-Dominion in Queensland, so its form's great. Um, so, you know, uh, it probably helps a little bit with Serge Blanco out. He's, he's one horse that's, you know, he's, he's high-speed late. So, um, I worry a bit about that. Uh, he said so. He's a very honest old horse. Um but, you know, then you, you go to the back row and you got Mac Dan, who's first up, who, you know, fresh, uh, a fresh Mac Dan's a very dangerous Mac Dan. So, uh, you know, he'll be uh, he'll be getting busy late, I'm sure. Yeah, it's an interesting race. I, I haven't quite got my head around. Uh, I, I feel like every horse has got a slight negative for various reasons, whether it's barrier draws first up off the back of poor performances or those that are up in class. So I guess that evens it out a little bit. Um, and under those circumstances, perhaps the advantage is barrier one because beyond the light, when he can be used up out of the gate, he, he's pretty much come out either holding act now or level with act now on a number of occasions. And you did uh, keep out catch a wave one night as well. So, and seemed to be when confident beyond the light was right, uh, was confident enough to keep catch a wave sitting parked as well. So, um, that barrier draw, uh, it, well, it could be decisive if you get the confidence from the camp that he's spot on. Yeah, yeah, no, there's, uh, you know, the, the holding in, holding uh, catch a wave out of Melton sort of gave me quite a bit of confidence with his gate speed. Uh, he did that quite comfortably, and um, you know, on other occasions when uh, when Mark's driven him and that, he, he's come out uh, quite quick. So, uh, yeah, look, it, it's a a big help, but at the end of the day, there is no sprint lane at Ballarat, so you do have to be careful, uh, you know, who you hand up to and uh, and that. You've got to be trying to uh, to find a, a gap late. Um, fortunately enough, a lot of horses do roll up the track and, and gaps do come, but, um, yeah, these sort of races, you, you need the gaps.
Has he had a really unlucky campaign beyond the light, Herbie? Like that Geelong Cup, they walked, and then the four- and five-year-old championship was much the same, and third in the Breeders' Crown from a sticky gate, and three the fence in the, in the Sokiola sprint. Like, it just feels like he's just been a bit stiff in every run, and this might be just his one where he gets the breaks, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kilmore first up, he was electric. Super, yeah. Um, you know, he went... Went straight past uh, a Greg Source. Better Eclipse. Uh, better Eclipse and, and run Acme out to a, to a half ahead. Um, so, you know, he was super there. And, yeah, from there, he just hasn't had a whole lot of luck. Uh, Geelong, you forget about with the tempo. Hmm. Um, Melton, he, he just wasn't as sharp in front. Uh, he had everything his way there. Uh, he just didn't really rev up when it was time to go. So, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely always been a better trailing horse. Um, he's probably shown that through his throughout his career, but um, you know he's he's had a few things go his way and a few things not go his way. But uh, you know if everything's uh, sort of more in his favour, well, you know he's pretty dangerous. Just one more from me, Herb, on the racing front. Can Tiger Bandwagon lead all the way and win in the last? Um, it's a bit of a step up in class for him again. Um, you know, last week. He was he was good at, at Hamilton. Um, you know, it's just a tempo. They got home twenty seven flat, and he was sitting last. You know, he, he would have had to have run broke the clock to uh, to get close to them. So um, I was really happy with him last week. And, and first up, it was a big effort from him. Um, I don't think I'd led on him and won. So first up after a long break and a, and a pretty serious injury uh, to come back and do that was um, was very. Uh, it was actually it was nearly humbling for for us. In, in terms of, uh, you know, the, being able to get him back and getting him able to perform like that. So, um, yeah, look, he, uh, he should be able to get across the one. And um, if we do hold him out, well, you know, he'll have everything his way. But I'm probably most worried about Catalpa Rescue, Rescue and, and Sande. You know, they're, they're two classy horses and, and dropping back in class in terms of Sande. So, uh, yeah, it's a, a tricky little race. It's a long straight at Ballarat. I'd probably rather have done a half-mile track, that sort of race. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, he's uh, he's a lovely little horse, and he's he's on the way up for sure. Dan, any more from you? I've got one off the fake text too. All right. Well, I, I might just check uh, what uh, James thinks about uh, Melton uh, tonight because you've got yep. some key drives: uh, Harley Blue, uh, a smile on the winks, uh, are two horses that look really good chances, James. And there's one I liked. I thought would be a bit of odds, and um, you drove it the other day, and it. it it went two furlongs better than it had previously. It goes from a stand to a mobile, a horse called Fling It Rainbow. So what do you think your best chances are? Yeah, look, uh, Harley Blue's been very good lately. Uh, you just wipe off last start. She got bored on me at, um, at Charlton and uh, over-raced quite bad and, and you know, performed uh, probably better than what she should have uh, under the circumstances. So... Uh, but before that, she's back to the short, which she loves, and um, you know she'll be she'll be thereabouts. Uh, Smile on the winks. The draw isn't in her favour, but uh, I'd say we'll just follow Strapping Red wherever it goes, and uh, hopefully it can get us into the race. Um, she's back to the short uh, again as well, um, which you know it's her sort of uh, her distance. She's quite quite comfortable there and quite competitive there, um, going for her classes now. So. Um, yeah, she's racing really well. She last time she raced, I think, right at Melton there, led, and, and she came with one run late, and 
got quite close to it under the circumstances. So um, if we follow it everywhere, she'll she'll be there late. And uh, who else was that? Fling at Rainbow um, was the other one. Fling at Rainbow. Yeah, he was good last start. Um, no, he was last last on the pegs at about the 500 and, and the widest run at the top of the straight and, uh, you know, run cork to, to a, a neck. So you couldn't really ask more of him there. Um, you know, that, that sort of race there is, uh, you know, his sort of, his sort of field. So, you know, he should be able to run top three there if he, uh, you know, if he can't pick him off. Off the fake text, Herb. Uh, who came out... <laughs> Who came out on top after the arm wrestling arm wrestle comp at the Brecky Creek Hotel? Was it you or the Slovakian? Uh, yeah, definitely not me. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm not a huge fan of Slovakians anymore. He got me a pearl of that uh, that day. I was uh, on the way back to the hotel from the Brecky Creek and saw Darren Carroll. And I don't know if I was talking Swahili backwards or what, but <laughs> I know I wasn't talking much English. So who's the Slovakian then? Darren Carroll? Oh, I was just... No, no, just some just some bloke in the pub that wanted to have an arm wrestle and everyone had beat him all day and he must have got tired because I beat him and yeah, I still I still lost at the end. Okay. All right. Then uh any more for James? Or you want to give him an <laughs> well, arm wrestle? <laughs> yeah, well, it depends. I'm not sure if uh, he can't go the, the best of five sets with the arm wrestles or he's good first up. If that's the case, get on uh, Harley Blue tonight. <laughs> Very good. Herb, thanks so much, mate. I look forward to playing that intro music when we get you back on next. Too easy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. There's James Herbertson, Victoria's leading driver last year. We sort of forget, don't we, in a way. Like we've got some wonderful drivers here. He puts in so much effort and so much time. He's off to Melton tonight, Ballarat tomorrow, Geelong the next day, Maryborough the next day, and back to Melton next Tuesday. Let's clear a commitment, and we'll continue our focus on the Ballarat Cup on Saturday night.